Hi, welcome to VMRA Healing. This is the podcast that delves into every aspect of well-being, from spiritual and mental health to physical and financial wellness. Join us on a journey of exploring and to discover the interconnected nature of these essential elements, offering insights, expert interviews, and practical tips to balance in your life. So get ready to elevate your understanding of health and embrace a holistic approach and nourishes that not just your body, but also your mind, spirit, and wallets. Hi, welcome to VMRA Healing. This is Angie Schultz, your host today. And today we are going to be talking about corrective chiropractic care and its effect on mental health. So I actually have a very personal story when it comes to corrective chiropractic care. And it's actually a very new story. And in fact, I only have recently understood the benefits to it. And I first wanna start out by emphasizing the fact that I am not a doctor, I am not a chiropractor, I don't do anything in the health field. So anything that I share is to the best of my knowledge and not necessarily exactly accurate. So you'll wanna make sure you do your own research and talk to your own doctors and your own chiropractic care um, or any chiropractor really. So the first thing that I wanna do is I wanna share my story. And then I'm gonna tell you the difference between the traditional chiropractors and corrective chiropractic care, what the difference is. And then I also wanna talk about how it impacts your mental health. And in fact, just your overall health. So about two months ago, a friend called me up and was like, hey, you wanna go to this dinner? And I'm like, sure. And it was a dinner that, her chiropractor was putting on and anytime I can get out of the house and be able to eat free food I am all for it so I went to it and got a babysitter and everything was great enjoyed my time but the best part about it was what they had to say really resonated with me and they were talking about how your spine is what protects the communication between your brain and the rest of your body. So the healthier that your spine is, the healthier your brain is going to be able to communicate to the rest of your body and be able to heal it. Because God created our body so that way it would heal itself. We just gotta make sure there's no barriers to cause that not to happen. And so when I heard that, I was wondering, I wonder how much of this could be my mental health and also some of my physical health things like ulcerative colitis, asthma, arthritis, all of these things. And so I went in, got an x-ray. I was actually surprised about the results. So the first thing that they said, because you know there's different parts of your body or different parts of your spine that communicate to different parts of your body. And the first thing they pointed out was the middle of my back, which I was not at all surprised about. They said that there was enough arthritis there that indicated I've been having problems with that particular part of my back for 20 to 25 years. Now, I want you to first know, I have never had pain in my back. I have never been one of those people who are like, oh, I need to go to the chiropractor, which actually I did. Um, but I never felt like I had to because I didn't have any problems with my spine or that I thought was with my spine. I only had problems with the rest of my body. So even if you're not actually experiencing any back pain, because I wasn't, 
that doesn't mean that there's not something wrong with your back. So back to my story. So they mentioned that it was about 20 to 25 years old that that particular injury or whatever had happened. What made me pause with that is I actually had my colon removed a little bit over 20 years ago. And in fact, 25 years ago, I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis and I was never able to get it under control. Now, did my back injury cause ulcerative colitis? No. But having a back injury like that, that did not communicate to my digestive system, made it so that way my body couldn't heal itself. So even though I was taking a ridiculous amount of medication, there was no way that my body was able to take care of what it needed to. So I ended up having my colon removed. But the most alarming part about my appointment was when they had mentioned But what we're really concerned about, and in all honesty, I would have thought that what they would have really been concerned about was my my digestive system, because that is where I've had most of my problems. But what they said is where we're most concerned about is your neck. And they said specifically the part that goes to your brainstem, because your brainstem produces serotonin and dopamine and also has to deal with memory. Well, those are the three things that I struggle with the most because serotonin and dopamine uh, affect your happiness and also affect your ADHD, or at least my ADHD, because ADHD is essentially um, some sort of issue with how you produce dopamine. So oftentimes people will be prescribed a form of dopamine in order to help them uh, regulate their ADHD. And so I actually am on serotonin and dopamine And I recently had a study done um, when they were checking on, you know, my ADHD symptoms and like how everything was going. And the alarming part was that my short-term memory is about 20%, is in the 20 percentile. What that means is that 80% of the people that are walking around that are my age have a better memory than me. And so, they ended up pointing out, as they were pointing this out, is it made sense. I mean, these are things that I struggle with. I struggle with memory. I struggle with tiredness. I struggle with um, with my dopamine levels because my ADHD is crazy. I am severely depressed. And I have done so many things. And that's why I started this podcast is because I have found all these things to help. But I still struggle and I cannot figure out, or at least I could not figure out that last piece. So that way I did not go into complete despair every time I felt sad. So um, what they had mentioned was that there was arthritis in there. It was very mild arthritis. So it indicated that there was about, it was about 10 to 15 years old. And so I started to wonder, what did I, what happened 10 to 15 years ago? And there were many things that were crossing my mind and then I remembered I had a car accident. And I actually had a car accident coming home from the movie Frozen and it was because the ice was, or the ground was frozen and I slid on ice and ran into a fence. But, um, so I had that car accident and I didn't think anything happened to me. A lot happened to my car, but nothing happened to me, I didn't think. A few months passed, and I did not relate these two together, although now that I understand what I do now, I believe they are very much related. So a few months passed, and 
I ended up having a lot of problems with my short-term memory and to the point that my husband started worrying that I was going through early onset Alzheimer's. He had a friend that had that, that his wife had had that. So it was on his radar. And he knew that my memory was really slipping. Um, But more than that, I was also having problems with dizziness to the point that I didn't trust myself driving, which is really difficult, especially when you live out in the country and you have to drive everywhere. And it got so bad that I actually ended up running into two walls in my house. It was about a week apart that these things happened and actually hurt my nose pretty bad by running into the wall. And I had gone to the doctor, they had done MRIs, and they kept saying everything was fine. And then eventually I stopped getting dizzy and I just kind of forgot about it because everything was fine, so I figured everything was okay. And then about a year after that, I had a three month long migraine I could not get rid of. And then it went away. And you know, and again, they did MRIs, everything was fine. They could not find anything on the MRI that would indicate. The other thing that I noticed too, so that happened in, the car accident happened in 2013, like late, probably December. In my journals, I had written in January 2015, I have been sad before, but I've never felt depressed. I think I'm actually depressed. And the thing is, is I assumed it was just regular depression because I had a lot of reasons to be depressed. I didn't, it never occurred to me that there might be something physical going on that contributed. Now, do I think that the neck injury caused my depression? No. I think I really did have trauma that I was dealing with. I mean, I had several miscarriages. I had a lot of infertility issues. There was a lot there that would cause me to be depressed, which I think is why it never occurred to me that there was something physical going on. And so I ended up going on an antidepressant and I actually went on the antidepressant prior to the accident and it worked really well at first and then as the years went on the antidepressant just stopped working and so then I ended up going on a second antidepressant and so I was actually on two as of two months ago so now let's fast forward so I go to that appointment and they decide to do um, three appointments a week for one month and then two appointments for four to five months after that. So the first three weeks that they were doing the corrections, you know, the adjustments, I was getting incredibly nauseous and I was getting dizzy and I was getting, it just, it was not a good experience. And I kept saying, is this normal? And they said, well, to be honest, it's less than 10% that have this reaction, but it is your body's way of correcting. And if you think about it from a skincare perspective, If you start a new skincare line that is very high quality, often you will have a breakout in your skin the first week or two. And then as your body, as your skin gets acclimated, then your your skin will actually look better than it did prior to starting the product. Um, And so it was kind of like my body of of readjusting. And so I what I didn't really notice any improvements in that first three weeks because I was so sick feeling. And then one day I went and I left and I wasn't nauseous. So a few days had passed and I had something kind of bad happen and I actually was sad. 
And it's kind of funny that I noticed a difference when I was sad rather than when I was happy. Because when I became sad, I had very good reason to be frustrated, angry, sad. I didn't go into despair. I did not spiral. I was upset. I was sad. And as I was sitting there, I began to realize, oh my goodness, I have not felt this normal, which I think is healthy sadness, because I think sadness is healthy sometimes, and I think anger is healthy sometimes. I hadn't felt a healthy level of anger or sadness or frustration in a long time. I was constantly, the moment that I had any negative feelings, I would go deep into the depths of despair. It was like instantaneous and not necessary, necessarily logical based on what was happening. And so that was actually the first time I began to realize there's a difference here. And then as the week went on, um, we were going to go on a vacation for a week. So I wasn't going to be able to go to the chiropractor for that entire week. And everything was fine. I got adjusted right before I left. And as that week went on, even my husband was saying, there's a huge difference. You are going back to how you used to be. And I think my spine had not yet gotten used to being in the position, and so it was trying to go back to its old ways. And so my mental health actually started to decline while we were on vacation. And when I came back, I told them what had happened, and they felt my neck, and they said, I feel a bump here. It says if, and I'm probably explaining this wrong, um, but they said something about how when they, um, your body, your muscles maybe, I'm not sure, your body tries to go back to where it's used to being. And that's why they do so many um, appointments in a row because they're trying to correct the issue rather than um, just to have a temporary fix. So they did their normal adjustments and then they felt, and they could still feel that knot in my neck. So they adjusted my head just a little bit different and then cracked it or adjusted it or whatever you want to call it. And instantaneous, I felt this huge release throughout my entire body. And my headache that I had had, because I had had a headache, slowly developed throughout the week, which I thought was just anxiety, went completely away immediately. And I felt completely relaxed. And I have not had problems since. And as the weeks went on, I realized I had forgotten my medication for several days. In the past, if I had forgotten my medication, I would be spiraling. I would be a mess, a complete, absolute mess. But I wasn't. And so since then, I decided to go off my dopamine, um, the medication that gives me dopamine, and trying just the serotonin. I'm not yet ready to try to go off the serotonin, um, but that is what I'm hoping. Now, do I think that the chiropractic care cured my uh, mental health? No, but I do think it is one of the things that assisted in curing me. Um, Not necessarily curing me, but it allowed my brain to finally be able to heal itself. And I think it was a very important part. I still needed to go to counseling in order to go through some of those feelings from the traumas I experienced in health and just plain life. So I do, I still think that's incredibly important. And I think part of the reason why I've had such great success with yoga and my mental health is because it is treating the back. 
and since my issue was something in my back that helped a lot so I definitely don't think that I can just discount all of the treatments that I did and say they didn't do anything it was all chiropractic care that's just not true but the last puzzle piece that I needed for my mental health was the chiropractic care and that's very evident I had mentioned earlier that there is a difference between traditional chiropractors and corrective chiropractic care the biggest difference is is that traditional chiropractors they only manage a patient's pain temporarily so you might feel a release for a few hours days or even a week at a time Um, but they don't really treat the overall shape or structure of the spine Uh, and whereas corrective chiropractic care does try to treat the structure of the spine especially the neck because if there's tension in the neck then it's harder to treat the rest of the body Um, And so you'll notice that they almost always focus on the neck first before they start treating the back. So essentially what corrective chiropractic care does is it takes the management of pains to a higher level. And I'm just going to read what, which I found on this website for uh, Max Living, is through the use of adjustments, mirror image exercises, and traction, corrective care chiropractics are able to realign the spine back to its normal shape or structure and therefore fix the root cause of ongoing pain, weakness, or even some diseases. It not only addresses current symptoms but also assesses and treats any underlying health issues that are contributing to the onset of your symptoms or can cause further issues later. Now one of the things that they also have you do in corrective chiropractic care is home exercises and one of them is the traction exercise that they had mentioned there so how does that work now remember I am not a chiropractor I am not a any sort of health person I am just a patient and I have found help through chiropractic care and that is why I want to share this with you but essentially think of your spine the protect the protector of your nervous system and so your nervous system goes from your brain to the rest of your body and tries to heal your body and tries to communicate to your body so if there's anything wrong with your spine it is actually pinching parts of your nervous system and depending on where those nervous that part of the nervous system goes to depends on what area of your body is going to be affected. Now, if you think back to Superman, Christopher Reeves, and he ended up getting a spinal injury and his happened to be in his neck and he was paralyzed all the way down. And even though he had been healthy prior to that, he actually ended up dying from organ failure. And part of that is because the injury was in his neck. So since it was in his neck and that is the closest to the brain, every part of him was affected underneath. And so if any problems happened to his stomach, then it wasn't able to heal itself, so the problem would persist. And so that is why people who are paralyzed often end up with organ failure. It is because their spine is no longer able to communicate to those parts of the body and 
is no longer able to correct itself because God created us with this amazing system that wants to heal itself. Our body wants to be healthy. So if there's any kinks in there, um, you'll actually find that depending on where the problem is, is what's affected. So for example, um, there's the cervical spine, the thoracic spine, the lumbar spine, and the sacrum. And the cervical spine, if you have problems in your neck, that would be the cervical spine. You're going to have problems with your allergies, problems with your neck, problems with your fatigue, problems with headaches, nervousness, anxiety, depression, colds, all of that stuff because those ones go to your face, to your um, glands around your neck and your body, and also even into like the brainstem and those sort of things. So those are going to be affected if you have problems in your neck. And then if you move further down, you know, your thoracic spine, it's going to be affecting stuff like your asthma, um, which I have, breathing problems. It can affect your hands because you think about, you know, your thoracic spine is the next one lower and it's going to your arms. Um, It can affect your kidneys, your gallbladders, um, just overall circulation, arthritis, stomach pain, gas pains, you know, digestive things. And then the lumbar spine is the part that curves. And if you have problems there, that's going to be also digestive issues, especially constipation, um, bladder pains. You know, you might have lower back pain. I think that might be where the sciatica nerve is. I could be wrong. Do not quote me on that. Um, But it can affect your knee pain because those ones go out to your legs. And then the sacrum, that's going to be like the hemorrhoids, tailbones, scoliosis. um, And that would be the lowest part. And then I think the lumbar spine it doesn't say on here is also fertility, I think. Although it does say thoracic spine is sterility. I'm looking at a little picture. Um, but yeah, you should you could just Google um, problems in the spine, um, chiropractic care, and you, you'll see so many different pictures of the different parts of your spine and what is affected. So the reason I wanted to share all that is because I strongly encourage anybody who has any sort of diseases, whether it's with the mind, with the body, with whatever, that not only do they continue the treatments they have through their doctors and through their mental health specialists, but also to consider going to a corrective care chiropractor and having their neck and their back x-rayed to see if there is anything that's causing their bodies not to be able to heal themselves. Anyway, so that is my story, and I really hope that me sharing that is going to bless some of you. And maybe there's somebody out there that would like to share their own story. I would love to have you on. Just make sure you contact me. You can find my email on the website, vmrahealing.com. Anyway, I hope you guys all have a great day. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. I really appreciate it. And God bless. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. If you're looking for more resources, you can find some on my website at healingmindbodyspirit.com. There are some recommended books there with links to purchase. I look forward to hearing from my listeners. 
You can either leave a voice message through the link in the show notes, leave a comment on my website, healingmindbodyspiritwithangie.com, or email me at viamarehealing at gmail.com, V-I-A-M-A-R-E, healing, H-E-A-L-I-N-G at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your ideas on future podcasts. If you want to be a guest on my show, reach out and we can discuss whether it be a good fit. I hope you guys have a great day. God bless. Thank you.